0: Live on the Freak Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Kenny Sergeant.
1: Beijing Doctor Douchebag.
0: Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive
2: the car. Here's the freaks. Coming off
3: You know, you get anxious at times, especially when you do live shows to the thousands like we do on Sunday nights. We're a little anxious right now because uh, this show is unfolding as we go live to the masses on the Freak Radio Network, all of your, all of your audio apps, uh, yeah, the show's developing <laughs> as we speak. What I do know is we have Don the Snake Prodome joining us tonight. Uh, he's going dirt racing once again. That's right. Uh, one of the baddest assery NHRA drivers in the history of mankind. He's one of the badass dudes of all kinds. Uh, he'll be joining us tonight. I believe we're going to get. Uh, we're going to hear from a gentleman who decided to take his uh, rig out on the first lap. Did uh, guard never make it back into the race? I had to tune out.
4: Yeah, no, he didn't. Because no,
3: that, that was just bam.
4: Yeah, that was that was not good. Newgarden out, Ryan hunter Ray out, Colton Herta out, a lot of championship contenders out. That was a bizarre lap number one to open up the 2021 IndyCar season. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk to Newgarden, but um, it's not going to be about a pleasant race today.
3: No, it's not, is it? Uh, Gracie Trotter, she will be running Talladega for the first time, running on those General Tires tonight. Excuse me, running on General Tires. She'll be a first-timer when it comes to Talladega next week. weekend i just again i have this vision i don't care how young old you are if you for your first time running talladega you've got to have layers and layers of crap napkins
4: (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) crap napkins Stab man, has he ever used that term in the 20 year existence 20 and a half year existence of this show
3: Stat Man is not connected just yet. Uh, Speaking of crap napkins, like I said, man.
4: speaking of the show unfolding as we speak. uh, That's just
3: what this show does, man. It unfolds as we go uh, here in the Freak Nation. Uh, But I can tell you this. Again, Gracie Trotter, the ARCA series, will be hitting up Talladega, Talladega coming up this weekend, next weekend, that is. And this will be her first time to run it in the Arca Series on those General Tires. Now that I got that out of my system, I feel better, Crasher.
1: All
4: right. So Gracie Trotter joining us tonight. Joseph Newgarden joining us tonight. Don the Snake Prodome joining us tonight. And quite possibly your IndyCar winner from today. This is the baby, Alex Polo. Hello, Polo.
3: His sophomore season?
4: Yes. In the IndyCar Series? But his debut race with Chip Ganassi Racing. Because, as Chip has made very famous on his Twitter account, hashtag... I like winners. And, well, hello, polo is hashtag a winner.
3: I don't care what we talk about when it comes to the IndyCar series, that craptastic first lap debacle. Uh, it was all Jimmy Johnson, regardless where he was yeah, on that track.
4: It was, and there were a lot of people complaining about that on social media, but how could it not be? I mean, this was such a highly anticipated debut That yes, a lot of the coverage went to seven time NASCAR champ Jimmy Johnson in his IndyCar debut. So guys, sometimes just pump the brakes, just keep watching the race that you want to watch, and just know that these things are big for media sometimes. It's not that big of a deal. Jimmy struggled today. Well he, he did a great job driving through that last that excuse me, that first lap crash. So that was pretty impressive, but he struggled throughout the rest of the race, mixing up the direction of how he needed to move his rear wing bar, and it it was all right. It It was a difficult day for Jimmy Johnson, but he made it through. He learned a lot, and to be perfectly honest, it's kind of what you wanted to see in his debut because watching him learn throughout the rest of the season is going to be a fun story to pay attention to.
3: Grabbed him a 19 spot today, thanks to a number of drivers that didn't complete the race, but still. Are we giving this guy a break because he's a friend of the Freak Nation? We like the guy. He's a seven-time NASCAR Cup champion. we
4: said last year that he would struggle in an IndyCar. I mean, right off the bat. Can't even talk either. Man, this is a weird night for for conversation and linguistics. Right out of the gate, he was struggling with fuel conservation because he's not used to doing that in NASCAR. His crew chief is yelling at him saying, you got to save more fuel. You're using too much fuel. you got to save more fuel. And he's like, I mean... He knows how to do it. It's just the habit that he has been in over the last 18, 19 years is not that. So it's just a lot for him to learn. It's all right. It's all right. It's going to be fun.
3: And there was a story that came out earlier this week in regards to Jimmy Johnson understanding why Danica Patrick held her tongue when she moved from the IndyCar series to NASCAR. We'll get to that story coming up sometime in the show.
4: He's.
3: Like I said, Freak Nation, the show just develops as we go. I thank you guys for being patient. We're going to resume with some affiliates. Coming up in moments, Crash Gladys pit news and notes. And more coming up, Speed Freaks pits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
0: Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports radio redefined. The Freaks. Freaks.
3: Welcoming in another round of affiliates tonight from the Lucas Oil Studios. You've got Speed Freaks, man Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Joseph Newgarden, IndyCar Series pilot. He'll be joining us. Don the Snake Perdome. He'll be here. More on Jimmy Johnson and his IndyCar debut. But first, Crash Gladys pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do the smart things, Freak Nation. You and the Market firms firm some tires. Roll with General Tires. Why? Well, not only are they a damn good tire, but now through the end of the month, buy four qualifying General Tires and get up to 70 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card. That's right. Four qualifying passenger General Tires and you'll get up to 70 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card. For more information, go to generaltire.com. It's generaltire.com. Crasher?
4: Well, it was an awesome weekend to be a racing fan. Get this. Off-road and IndyCar were back. And they were added to a full lineup of Supercross, Formula One, NASCAR, and NHRA. Dude, this was our weekend. The Score San Felipe 250 went to Las Vegas native Bryce Menzies for first honors on the weekend as he just dominated 269 other vehicles. He qualified first and then took the checkered flag first in the desert. Supercross then took over for their final of three events in Atlanta. And Nate Thrasher took a convincing win in the 250s even though he needed the LCQ to get there. In the 450s, it was a wild final five minutes. Cooper Webb was back and forth, yet keeping track of Ken Roxon in the lead. Roxon then got crazy in the whoops and could not ever maintain a dominant form due to his bent handlebar when he went off track. So Webb went on a mission. He passed both Plessinger and Tomac and went on to close around Roxon right before the final lap. Webb's pass on Roxon and his eventual win meant a six-point swing in the points with just two rounds remaining yep supercross getting good formula one began the sunday slate in the wet meaning that even masterful drivers like well pole lewis hamilton can and did make mistakes hamilton came from a lap down to finish on the podium but it was max Verstappen with the mega win crushing each restart to get himself in that top spot indycar opened their season at Barber motorsports park in alabama and it was pretty much exactly as robin miller had predicted on our airwaves last sunday as everyone wants to focus on Jimmy Johnson, Romain Grosjean, and Scott McLaughlin as the rookies, the drivers that kept making the most noise will be Alex Pelou and Patricio Award. Oh, hey, Award sat on the pole and was the fastest driver on the track today, and Palou went on to take the win in his debut with Chip Ganassi. NASCAR and NHRA rounded out the day. First NASCAR Cup where Alex Bowman restarted with 12 laps to go in third, went on to win NHRA results. We'll give you that later.
0: Motorsports Radio Redefined.
3: Speed hey Freak Nation, spring is here and we're thawing out from a cold winter. So it's time to roll those windows down in your hot rod or your hipster minivan and take on the road with a new set of General Tires. Now through April 30th, purchase four qualifying passenger General Tires and get up to seventy bucks back on a Visa prepaid card. Yep, that's four qualifying General Tires and you could take home up to seventy dollars. Get out, enjoy the weather and the streets on a new set of General Tires. General Tires, the official tire of Speed Freaks, where anything is possible.
1: It's called a tune-up in a bottle for a good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel will do the work of a team of mechanics. The powerful combination of oils and additives in Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system while increasing power and fuel economy because it's burning excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak and keep the army of
5: mechanics away a little longer. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Uh,
6: fresh vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, butter, cookie dough, scoop.
5: Switch today and see all the ways you could save.
2: Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works.
3: A Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MavTV Plus to the MavTV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. Mav TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MavTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7-365. <laughs>
6: your soap is ugh, and your body wash is a synthetic detergent but you're not a dish you're a man switch to Dr. Squatch natural soap for men for men who build things open pickle jars on the first try slay dragons and let their daughters braid their hair men who like to feel good and smell titillating Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go naked You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio,
0: redefined. Songs are slow and sad. All my favorite people make me mad. Everything that feels so good is bad, bad, bad. All my favorite songs are slow and sad. Freak Nation
3: I talk about it all the time. Our fine friends at Lucas Oil—they got a number of products to keep your ride on the road, including Lucas Oil Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine, the treatment spray specifically designed to keep your tires that trim of yours looking spankin' new. Formulated as a water-based, pH-neutral product. In other words, this stuff's legit. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Check out the Lucas line of products at lucasoil.com or your neighbor. Neighborhood Auto Zone, O'Reilly Auto Parts, Advance, Napa—they got them. You go get them. Lucas Oil, LucasOil.com. Uh, Joseph Dugarden out in the first lap tonight. Excuse me, this afternoon in the first race of the season, Barber Motorsports Park for the IndyCar Series. We caught up with him earlier and talked about him. Talked to him about a number of things, including sim racing, simulated racing. How now it's just it's grown immensely. Not just from the pandemic days when that seemed to be the only thing that we could watch were drivers running against each other uh <laughs> in eye racing, but uh, it's a multi million dollar gig per team now. Teams that really wanna uh earn their stripes uh practicing for races, not on the track. And with Joseph Newgarden, we we asked him really, man, is it uh do or die with sim racing? I mean, does it does it make a driver, Joseph?
7: No, not at all. Um I would say the, the big advancement in Sims, uh, you know, took a huge step in probably a 2008, 2010 era. You saw a big advancement from 2000 to 2010. Uh, from 2010 to 20, it's been a little bit slower, but certainly progress every year. The problem with Sims is you're, you're constantly fighting a battle of correlation. I mean, it's a never ending process. You know, you can get the Sim to correlate exactly to a, a previous race weekend after months of, of fine tuning it and then you go there the next year and it's completely different tracks change tires change um you know the, the vehicle changes the regulations change it's just a never-ending process so for me it's it's definitely not a make or break you know what happens in, in reality is still the bread and butter um mm-hmm. now there's there's a lot of caveats to that you know you have guys that are from the new age which are brought up uh with a lot of racing background and they're very very highly you know, skilled, I would use someone like a. if you want to talk NASCAR, William Byron, um, someone like Scott McLaughlin, who's going to be on our team, was very heavily sim based growing up, too. So um, you have a new generation that that marries those two very well. And then you have an old generation that doesn't do well at all at simulators, but they kick butt in reality. So, no, it doesn't make or break you. It's a tool to use. But, you know, it's one that's very uh, highly debated, I would say, between drivers on whether they like it or dislike it. How did much- I
4: catch, hold on just a second, Kenny, did I catch that you just called the old generation like the Tony Kanans and the Scott Dixons of the world?
7: I would call myself the old generation at this point. You know, it's funny, I'm like the hybrid. Like, I feel like I'm the bridge driver. You know, I've, I've kind of seen what this new generation is kind of coming through. I was like on the, cut, you know, I was kind of in the beginning of that realm. Um, I was you know, a big Xbox player with Forza Motorsport. Um, so I'm like kind of new tech. But a little bit old tech because I prefer the reality stuff. I, I'm not a big simulator fan myself, so I sort of understand both sides of it. Um, but yeah, guys like Tony Canon they're you know they're trying to, to hold their own on it, but they didn't come from that background. You know, they just they weren't exposed to that type of stuff when they were younger.
3: Is there a time, Joseph, that when you're running the sim, that now you get into the car for real life, that you're on the track, whether it's Barber or St. Pete, that you think now this is how I do this on the sim this is how i react to this turn does it come to you in your head like thank goodness i learned that on the simulator
7: um no i would say it's the other way around when you're on the simulator you actually think more about the reality of the car and the reality of the track you're spending most of your time on the sim saying this is accurate this isn't accurate um and that's where some drivers really struggle with simulation is they, they they some guys are not able to separate out what should be considered reality and, and what should be considered just sim speak or, or sim reality, um, and that can be quite difficult because it, it can actually spin some guys up um, or subdrivers up. They just they can't they can't seem to separate the worlds very well. So they'll actually go into a simulated environment and then can be a little bit lost when they come back to reality. Um, I, if you're able to treat it correctly though and utilize it for the tool that it is. Then yeah, most of the time when you're in the simulator, you're, you're trying to convince yourself or not convince yourself, but keep yourself in check on, you know, what is realistic, what you're going to utilize as practice and then other things that you just need to ignore that you're not going to take back to the real world.
4: All right. Joseph Newgarden, self-proclaimed bridge driver, hybrid driver joining us here in the Freak Nation. 2021 is finally here. I feel like it's been IndyCar's longest offseason. What is it going to take consistency aside, winning races aside? What is the nitty gritty that it's going to take for you to get Scott Dixon this
8: season?
7: Yeah, it's always consistency is a big thing. You know, I think it's probably the number one component for us. Um, I feel like we have that in spades for the most part. You know, certainly last year from a consistency standpoint, I don't I don't think we could have done much different. I don't know that I would have asked anyone on our crew for any difference, um, you know, in their performance or the decision making. It was really those intangibles that we just, you know, we couldn't account for. You know, the the yellows coming out at at times that you you can't always foresee, um, or things creeping up that you know just just end up biting you at the wrong moment, and uh, you 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 kind of can't do anything about it. You just have to recover and react at that point. So yeah, consistency is going to be a big deal. I think if we can uh, you know maintain that strength from last year, and and hopefully catch a couple breaks this season, just we just need one or two to go differently for us. Um, then you know, replicating what we did last season is, is not a bad strategy.
4: Do you race him any differently than anybody else? Or is there someone on the track that you race more aggressively or maybe more cautiously? Or is everybody out there the same?
7: Well, definitely no one's the same. I mean, you race everyone um, completely differently, I would say, you know, some guys can be closer <laughs> than others, but you're, you're, it's definitely part of the Um, Part of the process is trying to understand exactly how you can interact with each individual on track. Um, You know, Scott's someone that you can, I I think, lean on and trust a lot. Um, You know, he's he's obviously a veteran, been around for a while. And I I, I feel like I understand his patterns and movements. And he's someone that's going to race you hard, but but generally clean at the end of the day. So um, I feel like we have that sort of working relationship. But then you, you know, you contrast that with with someone that is new to the sport. Um, someone that you don't have a lot of data and and you're going to run them a little bit more cautiously, you know, with a little bit more margin. So yeah, it's, it's a balancing act all the time. You know, every, every individual kind of has their own uh, rap sheet, if you will. And uh, I think that's probably a good way to put it because, you know, if you're not constantly trying to collect this data and analyze how you could run someone, um, it can get you into trouble at times.
2: Joseph Newgarden, Penske Racing, two championships, 17 and 19, I'd like this idea of the hybrid bridge driver and <laughs> the i racing thing. You kind of tossed it out there but it's very different from what other drivers have told us through the years that uh, they or the last couple of years that they like the sim racing and it has helped them. You're saying just the opposite. Does that mean that you might like it a little more if you were a little better at it?
7: i think i think the the hard thing for me is not being stuck in a cave you know and then spending so i'll tell you i'll tell you how you're successful at uh sim racing um is you have to spend hours and hours and hours on it i gotta tell you i love racing it's you know my number one love and passion in real life but the the thing the inaccuracies with sim racing is what 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 kills me you know it, it really is a game at the end of the day um they're designed to develop and and, and act as an aid for drivers um or, or mechanics or anyone that that's looking to you know simulate an environment and get more reps but at the end of the day the inaccuracies are are um they're pretty they're pretty extensive very very extensive even on ours you know we run professional simulators um, that spend millions and millions of dollars with with partners like Chevrolet and we we pour enormous resources into it and there's things in there that are completely inaccurate that that drive me up the wall so there's a constant quest Um, everyone in the industry is on this quest to to, you know always correlate perfectly to the real-life conditions and it's just impossible to get there you're always always chasing correlation um so it, it is it is frustrating i'm I'm definitely in that camp where i'm not i'm not a big sim guy i i'm hey i'm happy to admit it it's the, you know you got to know what you like and what you dislike but i just spend the hours i mean i'm talking these guys some of these guys they'll spend eight ten hours on the simulator and i got to tell you you know as soon as we have a guy that comes into indy that does that program and he's winning championships and races every <laughs> weekend maybe i'll revisit it
2: so <laughs> yeah, those yeah. The garden. What do you do then? You've won two championships, like I said, you were second last year. You're obviously pretty good at this. Then you've got fifteen years between the last race and the first race. <laughs> How do you maintain your edge if you're not out there in iRacing racing or sim racing? Well,
7: wow, there's there's a lot of the things. There's a lot of the pieces to the puzzle. You know, I think there's uh, some drivers are probably just I race and if that's all they do, then let's you know, let's ask how they're doing in reality um, There's a million situations that you could look at. There's not there's not one that fits all you have to understand that as well You know, this is um, It's highly subjective. I would say, you know, some people they really like the virtual environment And I think they find good success in utilizing that to make them better in reality That's not a you know, one-size-fits-all by any means. So it's a subjective argument um, I think you have to find what works for you as a driver and makes you better. For me, um, I utilize the tools 100%. I don't use programs like iRacing. I actually play on Forts and Motorsport more than anything, which is a console based system on Xbox. Um, I find that to be, if you're going to run something like iRacing, I think Forza and Motorsport and Xbox is just as useful, uh, you know, to, to get some reps. But, you know, when I'm in the simulated environment, it's more with my team working with Chevrolet and, and our tools that we build and put in place. Um, trying to correlate exactly um as realistic of a car and tire model that we can make to reality. We use that quite a bit um, as a team and as a unit. Um, and then, you know, it's everything else in between. It's working on our processes with the pit crew. You know, it's, it's it's everyone top to bottom on how we organize and prepare and attack a race weekend, you know, spending time in the shop, trying to work on our development items. Um, you know, it's the fitness you put in, the mental side that you put in. So there's a lot of pieces, you know, that that come into play at the top level. And I think the uh the the simulating uh of of environment is only one small part of it let me jump in once more here you mentioned a couple of times
2: the Chevrolet
9: simulator
2: I can imagine that they've poured money into it to make it more real but you said there's still some shortcomings what do you do specifically to get ready for the new season like what did you do the last two weeks to get ready for this weekend
7: well, so it really just depends, you know, a lot of it's high level stuff. Um, you know, when we're on the simulator, we're trying to develop parts potentially. Um, there's a lot of parts that you could develop on the car. There's a lot of setups that, you know, there's a lot of areas on the car setup wise that you could develop. And so when you're, when you're working on a sim like this, you you kind of categorize, all right, where where do we find high correlation and low correlation um, to, to reality? So, you know, if we're finding good correlation with role centers on the car. And we know that we can trust these changes and we feel like, you know, a track like St. Petersburg has been modeled um, very well. And we're, we're seeing a high level of correlation to our real life data. Then, you know, that might be a track where we can really try and dive in and understand where we want to set our role centers. So things like that on the, you know, on the, on the setup front, those are things that we'll work on long-term for, for every race for the season. And then for me, what I, what I do find useful with the sim, if you can get the environment correct, which, which we, we do a very good job of with Chevrolet and our simulators, uh, you know, it's the, the exact tub that you'd be racing on. So it's same car, same chassis, same seat, same steering wheel, um, same pedal system. And, and we can model the pedal system to make the braking as accurate as possible as far as feel, um, and deliverability of, of, of the way that it is actually braking on track. If you can get those things right, then I think just performing reps at a certain track, if you can get the track set, set pretty well, then performing some reps to get you up to speed, you know, spending a couple hours just to get you in that mindset uh to kind of understand you know how you're going to approach the track that, that can be very helpful coming into a race weekend so we'll do a lot of stuff like that
4: Joseph Newgarden driver for Team Penske of course two-time champion joining us here in the Freak Nation so who's got the bigger edge from the off season to this 2021 IndyCar season you Simon Scott McLaughlin who's who's got the bigger edge will power
7: uh well you know it we we're all working pretty hard um, yeah, yeah, yeah! Come tough, on, Joseph. Come on. Tough crowd. It's a very tough crowd. Will's, uh, you Oops. know, Will, Will's got a style. Um, I know Simon's been putting in a lot of work, but I, I think Scott is is probably the most interesting out of all of us, just because he's a brand new face. Um, obviously, a, a very accomplished driver. I mean, I, I'd consider Scott McLaughlin one of one of the um, premier, you know, racing drivers in in the world. He's a three time Supercar champion um back to back to back and now he's gonna try his hand at open wheel racing. No easy feat for mm-hmm. someone like Scott. This is a very, very different race car than what he's experienced in the past or growing up. But, you know, I think for someone like him that brings in a, a high level of, of professionalism and hunger to make the most of a situation like that team Penske, I think he's probably got the most interesting storyline, but amongst all of them. I, I obviously I wanna be the best of the group. Um that's why I'm here. You know, the competitive side is what drives me, but I think Scott's going to be really interesting to watch on our team.
4: Have you given him advice? And what have it what has it been?
7: Yeah, lots of little stuff, you know. I mean, that's the great thing about on our team is uh there's there's really no animosity and it's 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 really a good environment, you know, and Scott's learning that then IndyCar it's it's intense. I mean, look, I told him when we're on the track, we don't want to beat each other. It's just as simple as that. I'm not going to take it easy on him because he's someone new or because he's my teammate. I'm going to race him as hard as I'd race anybody because I'm going to want to win at the end of the day. Um, but there's a separation that comes from being on the track and having that mentality, which you need to have and, you know, being teammates off the track. And and when it comes to, you know, organization or, or how we're trying to drive the team forward as a group and how we interact um, or just small setup, you know, questions or or questions about tracks that he's never been to. We, we've we talked about a lot of little things and I'm a I'm a complete open book for someone like him. You know, he is my teammate and I'm happy to give him any information he wants. Um, you know, I, I I'm not going to hold it back. I, I know everything and I want him to know it too. And, and at the end of the day, I think the person that works harder is going to, is going to come out on top.
4: You Two know, everything. do champion. you?
7: Everything. What's that crash? He said he knows everything. Oh, hell. Uh, he knows everything that at least I, I know for the most part, or at least he's asked.
3: <laughs> hey, Joseph, we joke, but at the same time, I can only imagine from a driver's standpoint. It, it seems like it's been half a year and it has been half a year since we've seen you guys on the track. You gain traction in a series and then bam, it just goes dark. Is it tough as a driver keeping yourself geeked
7: up for those off
3: months looking forward to the next year?
7: Yeah. I mean, obviously we've been in precedent times, right? You know, I think everyone's used that word a lot in the last 12 months, but it is true. You know, we're all trying to fight through something that we couldn't foresee with COVID-19. Um, so I think that's played a big role and, and just the, you know, the oddness of our schedule and, and sort of the time time difference but you know if you look at our normal schedule we start in the beginning of march we we run through the the end of september yeah i think you know in a perfect world for sure i think the drivers would like to go maybe to the, the end of october maybe we could start in february um you know like i said it's it's not up to me with those decisions but you know i think trying to understand how we can maybe lengthen the schedule a little bit and um maybe add a couple more races. I'd like to see 20, you know, 20 is a good number for me and IndyCar. I, we're at 17. So we're not far away. I think, you know, that's, that's tuning at the end of the day, but um, yeah, I'm not the one uh, driving the ship right now. I think we got someone good in charge. I think RP has got a great plan it's trying to keep everyone in line and, you know, at least going forward. I mean, you know, if anything, I'm just so glad that we have great leadership with, with RP, you know, leading us forward and, keeping the lights on at the end of the day. But yeah, you know, as we work towards our our old normal again, uh, I think getting a couple more races on would be really welcome for all the drivers.
3: We're looking forward to finally getting you guys back in the damn car. I can only imagine the itch that you've been hankering for the last uh, three or four months.
7: I'm pumped. Hope you guys enjoy it. Looking forward to the weekend. Oh, yeah. And I have
3: no idea what I meant by the itch you've been hankering for. <laughs> yes. I just kind of rolled with it. Just Nice
4: expression, it. Kenny. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Joseph, thanks for
2: doing this, bud.
7: All right. Take care. See you guys.
2: Man, man. Oh, no. Hyundai, M-Sport, Ford, and Toyota say they're all in next year when the World Rally Championship embraces hybrid technology. The three-year program means top-tier cars will mix an electric motor and the current combustion engine. The cars will be heavier, but the extra 150 horsepower should offset that weight. All that makes sense. Automakers want you and I in their showrooms to buy their technology and not just look at the pretty posters of cars winning trophies. The recent announcement indicates these will be plug-in hybrids dependent on power stations in the service areas. Performance in the stages could be insane, with emissions in the transits drastically improved. A win-win. To me, the best part of this is seeing the racing program move to RD budgets. Racing was important when automakers twisted wrenches to improve their product lines. Racing doesn't make long-term sense when all it's doing is selling energy drinks and home loans. Peace.
0: Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio
2: Redefined.
9: i
3: By four qualifying General Tires and get up to seventy bucks back with a Visa prepaid card. That's right. Go to GeneralTire.com to check out this snappy offer now through the end of the month. 70 bucks back with four qualifying tires from General Tire. Jimmy Johnson making a whole lot of noise for not doing too well at uh, the IndyCar Series opener today. But there was a story that came out earlier this week, Crasher, I wanted to touch on for the next couple of minutes.
4: I find this really interesting because Jimmy Johnson joined Danica Patrick on her podcast, Pretty Intense, and they got into the subject of how she had to bite her tongue when she made the move from IndyCar to NASCAR because of some of the ridiculous questions that she was being asked. One of them that she kept being peppered with was, how are you going to be able to handle these big NASCAR stock cars? These are just bigger cars. And Danica very politely bit her tongue because what jimmy johnson is now realizing is it's a lot harder to drive an indy car than it is to drive a stock car sure the illusion is that the stock cars are bigger and more bold but what it what the reality is is that the indy cars carry a heck of a lot more g forces they are your your hands just get beat up every single race and every single practice that you drive them and they don't have power steering so <laughs> bottom line is this the indy cars are harder to drive and jimmy johnson is realizing that now He said specifically, I didn't realize the true importance of core strength, back strength, and lower back strength until driving an IndyCar. He said that's been something I've been really working hard on. After my first two test sessions last year, I was really sore. The thing that is so impressive to me with IndyCars is the intensity. A lot of my training now has been shorter duration and higher intensity compared to what I did for NASCAR. Interesting.
3: Uh, I've never driven an open-wheel car and and I'm I'm sorry for this example, but some of the things that some of the open wheel cars that I've run, whether it's at, uh, gosh, I can't even think of the name of the place.
4: Are you calling a late model open wheel?
3: No, I just. Because <laughs> it's not. It's no, no, no. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm thinking. Of, I, I shouldn't even. Yes, I agree. I I can see that. What he was talking about. And, and again... All you
4: have to do is take a ride in one of the two-seaters to realize just how sore, just sitting there, not even driving, just sitting there, your neck and back will be after a two-seater ride.
3: IndyCar Series sophomore pilot Alex Pelot, your winner. Join us next. Freak Nation, spring is here and we're thawing out from a cold winter. So it's time to roll those windows down in your hot rod or your hipster minivan and take on the road with a new set of General Tires. Now, through April 30th, purchase four qualifying passenger General Tires and get up to 70 bucks back on a Visa prepaid card. Yep, that's four qualifying General Tires and you could take home up to $70. Get out, enjoy the weather and the streets on a new set of General Tires. General Tires, the official tire of Speed Freaks, where anything is
5: possible. <music>
1: Transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix was specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey Freak Nation, did you
3: hear? With the addition of MavTV Plus to the MavTV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8-Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MavTV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MavTV.com to get your motorsports
6: fixed 24-7, 365. <laughs> your soap is ugh, and your body wash is a synthetic detergent but you're not a dish you're a man switch to Dr. Squatch natural soap for men for men who build things open pickle jars on the first try slay dragons and let their daughters braid their hair men who like to feel good and smell titillating Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go naked naked
3: What up, it's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam, you might get a call from the freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires
0: and our website at speedfreaks.tv.
3: Checked out Lucas Oil's website, lucasoil.com, I'm Telling you, man, hundreds of products to keep your ride, your rides on the road. A powerboat, a vintage hot rod, your twenty twenty one Lexus—they got them. Including your brake parts cleaner from Lucas Oil. High quality components provides excellent performance from Lucas Oil removes excess brake fluid, grease, dust, and grime from your brake. Just go to lucasoil.com. Trust me on this, man. It's badass. Lucas Oil Brake Parts Cleaner. Go to lucasoil.com. lucasoil.com. Chasing down Alex Pillow, your IndyCar Series winner from the opener in Barber Motorsports Park. Should be joining us uh, soon here in the Freak Nation. Coming up next hour, Don the Snake Perdome, one of the greatest names in all of motorsports, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation as he's going eighty years old. Dude is going desert racing once again in the Mexican One Thousand. Coming up, I believe it starts on Friday of this week. Crash of the twenty third. Twenty
4: third. So yes, that would be Friday. But Kenny, eighty is the new forty. Gotcha, yes,
3: I hope so. It's all good. Hell, that means I'm a, I'm eighteen.
4: <laughs> well regardless alex polo is 24 and he's now an IndyCar car winner
3: when you when you talk about guys that roll into the freak freak nation and especially for the for the first time uh, it's always fascinating when you look into their history uh, alex polo joining us now here in the freak nation your winner the barber motorsports park and alex so many things i want to touch on about this race but uh First of all, a big-ass freaking congratulations on that win, buddy.
4: And we might have lost connection. Oops!
3: (laughs) We've lost connection with Alex Pillow, uh, your IndyCar Series winner. Crash, I talked about this earlier in the show where I was talking about Jimmy Johnson being the end-all, be-all in IndyCar conversation. And even Jimmy Johnson admitting... Uh, post-race, he, he was making some rookie mistakes. And I tried to compare the two, a, a stock car to IndyCar last segment, didn't do a very good job of it. But I, I think if you look, we have many intelligent listeners right now. If you look at the breakdown of an IndyCar versus a stock car, and stock cars have come a long damn way in our 20 years of doing Speed Freaks. But if you look at the breakdown of these cars, the the, the technical aptitude that it takes to run these things crasher i don't care if you've got seven cup championships uh you're gonna have rookie mistakes
4: you're gonna have rookie mistakes i mean we had a formula one guy Romain grosjean in there as a rookie today we had scott mclaughlin two-time australian v8 supercar champion in there he made mistakes i mean jimmy johnson seven-time nascar cup champion he made mistakes it's this is a different animal people You want to – it's so easy to criticize motorsports from the outside looking in and say, oh, hey, you're that good in this discipline, so I bet you can hop in a top fuel car with 10,000 horsepower under your ass and just crush it and win your first race. Ain't happening. No, that's not happening. Or, oh, hey, let's get on a Supercross bike. I dare you to jump a triple. Do you have the body strength to do that? I mean, really, some of the fittest athletes in the world next to Tour de France – racers I mean, it's like no just because you're a seven-time nascar champ doesn't mean that you can do other disciplines of motorsport they are all apples to oranges people they are all exciting that's why we love them all they all have a, a certain intensity that we are just so passionate about but lay off on jimmy johnson right. already people he's going to be fun to watch this season period
3: alex Palou, was it kind of cool running an uh, in the indycar series today with a seven-time nascar cup champion like jimmy johnson
11: Hey guys, how you doing? Um, man, it, it's awesome to be to be sharing um, track and 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 just all the knowledge with with these guys.
4: Yeah, the track and the knowledge that you're sharing with these guys, but guess what? You just smoked them. That has to feel better than anything else.
11: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Today we had a good day. Like to be honest, um, all the team, the ten ten car crew gave me the best car, um, and we just did. Uh, the obvious things right we we kept it simple um and we had one of those days when when everything went went so smooth and really good and and yeah we we got our first win as an IndyCar driver
3: Alex Pelot, IndyCar series winner from Barber Motorsports Park joining us here in the Freak Nation now was this an April Fool joke or did you actually almost win the iRacing event uh, earlier this month at Barber Motorsports Park, only to lose it to
11: McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that that was my birthday uh, that day, actually. But yeah, we lost it. Um, yeah, three laps to go, and um, <laughs> yeah, it 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 hurt. It hurt even if it was virtually. But you always <laughs> want to win. Um, but we did it today, so it feels even better.
3: Hey, did that i race i racing Alex Pillow, your winner from IndyCars. Uh, season opener today barbara motorsports park did that iRacing on barbara motorsports park a virtual track help you today
11: um it always helps uh depends on not on everything like you you cannot take the 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 car feeling or the setup feeling from from i-racing to to the real world but for sure it helps you to to maintain concentration helps you uh with the fuel mileage helps you with uh with the traffic and and when somebody's chasing you, so, yeah, help on on some stuff for sure.
4: Alex Pelo, winner of the IndyCar Opener Barber Motorsports Park, joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night, driving for Chip Ganassi Racing. When did this all go down when Chip Ganassi started to eye you last year? Because you were with Dale Coyne. You were showing some awesome promise. He knew your past, whether it was GP3 or racing in Japan or wherever the heck you were. It's Chip just has a knack for finding talent. When did you start really having conversations with him and you kind of thinking, oh God, I just might be with the Chipster next year?
11: (laughs) Yeah, I I introduced myself uh, to Chip during Indy 500 uh, during 2020. I just, I saw a video from the team um, that he had an interview where he was telling that he, he really loved uh, the sport so much that it was the only thing he did. Uh, he didn't have other businesses and he really liked, uh, to have, uh, winners on his team. And, and I wanted to drive for him. I knew I, someday I wanted to drive for him. It was amazing to be able to do it on the second year, uh, um, in IndyCar. And, and yeah, he likes winners. Um, he tells that every day and, and that's true. He was a happy man today, but we need to keep winning to make it, uh, to keep him happy during the year.
4: Alex, do you realize the inspiration that you just put on all the young racers out there? Chip did not come find you or or did not introduce himself to you like many people want to share as the story. You put your foot down, and you were the persistent one that introduced yourself to Chip. That is badass, and that is how things get done, people.
11: Yeah, for sure he does, um... I think if he, if he was not coming to me, I had to come to him um, just to show wow. that I really wanted to to go and, and drive for him one day. That's what I told him. You can ask him. Um, that's what I said. Like, hey, Chief, this is Alex, and I want to drive one of your cars one day. I didn't expect it to be in 2021, but he gave me the chance uh, to prove, and, and we did it on the first race. Wow, that Alex
3: Palou, your winner today, his sophomore season in the IndyCar Series, winner from Barber Motorsports Park. Joining us here in the Lucas Oil Studios, many affiliates across the country hearing his voice for the first time. But I got to say this, Broham, you uh, have—do you still have a residence in Austin, or did you take all your belongings and move those up to Indianapolis?
11: Yeah, I had my time in Austin last year. I really enjoyed, loved that city, I loved love texas but um i moved to to indianapolis just to be closer to the team um i go there every week to talk with the engineers mechanics and and prepare the races but um i i have to say i miss i miss a bit texas but i'm loving my time here in indiana
3: well if you look around my office i've got three footballs two of them autographed by uh, college football champions uh, here in my office from uh, the longhorns i've got jerseys (laughs) i've got helmets I'm I'm a little disappointed, Broham, that you left Austin for Indianapolis. That Indianapolis hadn't won squat in the last two hundred years. Oh, stop! (laughs) (laughs) We get there. You, well, yeah, go out and win something, will you? No, no, I, no he's listen.
4: winning in Indianapolis. Yeah, just because your I, Texas Longhorns aren't as big as they used to be, Kenny. Give Alex a break. Yeah. he's in the racing capital of the world now.
3: Yeah, Austin, Austin is a great damn town. Did you? Uh, did you? Does a Spaniard like barbecue like Texans do?
11: I mean, who doesn't like barbecue, man? Like everybody likes barbecue, <laughs> and especially when it's in Texas. Um, yeah, I love, I love the food there. It's, it's amazing. Like, the city is so cool. It was a shame that I got it during the pandemic in 2020, so it, oh. I couldn't really experience 100% the city, but uh, I had an awesome time, and I'll be back for sure.
4: Oh, that's a good point. Right? That's a really good point. You couldn't really see Austin as Austin. But you moving into the States, of course, you're saying last year, and Scott McLaughlin moving in pretty much last year, and you guys, is, as well, I guess Scott's a rookie in the, se- in the series. You're not. Do you guys ever talk about this crazy stuff that is America that you guys are getting used to? I mean, you've lived all over the world, whether it's Japan or in Europe or wherever. What is the craziest thing about America to you?
11: All the time. I told that oh. all the time, that America is is crazy It's crazy big. It's Everything is big here in America, like the streets, the food, the cars. So I, I really enjoy it, um, I think, because... When you're from from Europe or I don't know from some somewhere else, but um, you always look all the films and and they all happen here in America. So you you wanna experience what what you see on the films since you're a kid. So I knew I wanted to be to be living at some point here in in the US, and I'm loving it so far.
4: Have you done some big shopping to fill up your, your apartment or your house with, with big furniture? Like you said, everything's bigger in America. And I know that was one of the things that McLaughlin was laughing at when he first moved here last year.
11: Yeah, of course. I, I bought the biggest sofa I could put on my, on my, <laughs> on my living room and went to Costco and, and just got everything. And, yeah, I'm fully stuck now. <laughs> nice.
3: Did you get plenty of white shirts so you could dress like Chip Ganassi?
11: Um, not yet, not yet. <laughs> yeah, we make fun of Chip
4: on the show every once in a while because he is very particular with you guys wearing your white pressed button-up shirts. But you always look good.
11: Yeah, we got to look good to, to make. It. That's how, how all the teams, uh, how all the team is, is right. uh, approaching the sport. Um, when when racing and when out of the drug you you got to look great, and that's what we try to do.
3: Well, Alex, hopefully it'll be a number of times when you roll into the Freak Nation. It's a, it's a big deal when you win an IndyCar race, but it's an even bigger deal when you get to come to the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil <laughs> Studios, buddy. So go out and win some more races. You sound a little bit tired.
11: Oh, well, yes. Uh, we yes, appreciate you
3: uh, taking some time out to join us here in the Freak Nation, buddy, all right?
11: Yeah, thank you guys so much for, for having me on the show, and hopefully um, I'm on the show again next week.
3: Bam. Uh-huh. That's are, what
11: I'm talking about. Are
3: you going to sleep on that big-ass sofa tonight, or are you going to sleep on the bed?
11: I think I'm going to sleep on the bed. I love the sofa, but I'm going to sleep on the bed. Maybe tomorrow I'll watch the the race, yes. the replay of the race and the NASCAR race as well. And But I sleep on the bed, man.
6: Boom.
3: <laughs> Alex, thanks, buddy.
11: Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a good night.
3: You bet. Alex Palo, awesome. of course, your winner from the IndyCar Series opener, Barbert Motorsports Park, this afternoon.
4: Did- we, just Robin Miller called it mm-hmm. last week because it's true the pre-race the pre-season prep was all about Jimmy Johnson and like you said we've heard a ton about him we heard a ton about him on the show today and of course romain Jean and his accident that he suffered at the end of last year's Formula 1 season and how he's doing as a rookie in the IndyCar right. series to you know etc etcetera et Scott Dixon is he going to win another title just all these storylines but then Robin Miller last weekend just flat out said you need to keep your eyes on Alex Pillow and Patricio O'Ward. Guess what? O'Ward gets the pole, was the fastest on the track today, and then Pillow takes the win. Yep, I'd say he was right.
3: Where's the Americans, Crash?
4: Oh, come on. just Where's the Americans? No, no nobody get into that. No, no, no.
3: It's going to come. It's going to happen if...
4: <laughs> well, where are they? Hmm, Ryan hunter Ray unfortunately, and Joseph Newgarden went out mm-hmm. on the first lap. Connor Daly, he was doing decent, and then he was almost lapped by the end of the race. Alexander Rossi, not the greatest race for him either. It's just, they're there, people, and they're all very good. They just got outraced by a Spaniard they're today. They're there, people. <laughs> they're there, people! They're there. They're Americans there. And You're going to have Marco Andretti join him at the Indy 500.
3: Freak Nation, uh, we're going to bring a phone number back into the mix, 602-260-9191. We haven't... Gone to the phones in the last several months, okay, last year or so, because Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all of the social media platforms seem to be instantaneous, and you guys are going bonkers with that responding to the show. But if you want to chime in and do something old-time, it's called Get on the Damn Phone, 602-260-9191, 602-260-9191. We'll also put that on Twitter at Speed Freaks on on the number for you to call. A lot of things to talk about. You had the NHRA today. You had Desert Racing today. at IndyCar today. You had NASCAR today. So needless to say, uh, if you want to chat him up, be sure to be a part of it here in the Freak Nation. 602 260 Jimmy Johnson, still one of the top trends on Twitter as we speak. And just some D-bags out there. I didn't say D-bags. D-bags out there that are riding this guy and for you know, ro- rookie mistakes. I mean, he's a rookie. Settle down. Okay, you hop into you hop into a Ford F-150 with your General Tires. Get used to that for 10, 12 years. And then all of a sudden, you hop onto a Yamaha 450. <laughs> I know it's not that much of a difference, but you see what I'm getting at, man? Let's get used to it. Jimmy Johnson's going to just piss off people who didn't like him to begin with.
4: Yeah, right. There
3: you Don go. the Good Snake Perdomo, Desert Racer, next. I'm
6: always home. Call me anytime. Just read. Speed
0: Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
4: Hey, what do you want to da-da-da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da-da-da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All oh, the dolls feel like the same doll these
6: dolls. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday. Today is Thursday. Oh, no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh, no. No. No.
0: Oh,
3: second hour of Speed Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios, 20 plus years, Freak Nation, 20 plus years of doing this damn thing. Alex Pelot joined us last hour, your IndyCar Series winner, his second season in the IndyCar Series, and only the third Chip Ganassi driver to win in his debut race. And Alex Zanardi's not one of those.
4: Right, right. I was thinking, yeah, this guy is being compared to Alex Zanardi. Right. But that's right. Zanardi did not win in his debut. Uh, Montoya did.
12: Mm-hmm.
4: Vassar did. Mm-hmm.
3: Correct or no? No. Why did you ask me that, Crasher? I had the other two names. Montoya. Oh, holy smokes. It's going to come to me here. Markiti? Nope. It'll come to me, Freak Nation.
4: Dixonian?
3: It'll come to just, just anyway, uh, 602-260-9191. Follow us on Twitter, Freak Nation at Speed Freaks. Therefore, on Facebook, of course, Insta- Instagram, Instagram. Uh, 602-260-9191. I, we put it out on Twitter and people are starting to understand what we're doing. It is so damn simple where we ask you on Twitter to give us three drivers that you think are going to finish well in the NASCAR Cup race. And you take on crash stat and yours truly if you beat us with those three drivers then you take home a set of general tires you follow me it's that damn simple but it just seems like you need a better explanation on twitter so follow us on twitter or i'm going to give you a shot right now it's something that we used to do back in the day something that that we used to do back in the day you pick up phones and call people it's like richie you got your headphones on broham
1: oh heck yeah i do
3: okay turn your mic up a little uh, I mean, you. I mean, millennials like you. Uh, like I say, hey, Richie, did you talk to so and so? you yeah. Well, you didn't talk to him. You actually text him. You didn't call him up, right?
1: This is true. I am a a one hundred percent of the time texter over caller. Do not mm. like calling people.
3: Yeah. Well, it's. I think that's just really where we're going at this point, unfortunately. But. It's, 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 and it's fairly unique. We actually used to have people call into our show to participate in this, but now we just read your tweets or you read our tweets and your responses. But, uh, R- R- Richie's there manning the phones at 602 260 9191. And what I wanted to do, Crasher, is allow someone that has the balls to step up and use the phone tonight oh. to be a part of this general tire giveaway. I mean, if you beat us, for Tega?
4: Yeah, for Talladega. Oh, okay. That's a crap
3: shoot. 602-260-9190. That's so. That is so true. You could throw all, okay, you could throw the majority of the points leaders out the window when it comes to these super speedway races. That's true.
4: I don't know about majority, but there's just, I would say just throw a dart at a board of NASCAR drivers and whichever right. three come up closest to your dart, that's, that's who you're going to pick.
3: Got it. So if you have the balls to jump on the phone, 602-260-9191, 602-260-9191. Give us your three picks for Talladega. If you beat us, you're taking home a set of General Tires. You don't have to register for anything. You don't have to compete with a big, fat, freaking quiz. No. It's just pick three drivers, 602-260-9191. In fact, I'm looking at Crash, and she's got that look on her face right now like, Really? Who in the hell am I going to pick oh, for I, Talladega? No idea. No idea. Right?
4: I'm right? going to go McDowell again. Come on, super speedway man. He might think he has a little bit to prove after winning Daytona 500.
3: It's not a bad choice. 602-260-9191. Your top three drivers for Talladega. If you beat us, you take home a set of General Tires. 602-260-9191. Coming up this hour, Don the Snake Perdome. He's going desert racing. Yeah, that guy, uh, one of the greatest motorsports personalities, drivers of all time, Don the Snake Perdome, for his second time, he's going to be running in the Mexican 1000. Not the Baja 1000, but the Mexican 1000. It's sanctioned with a group called Nora. And what this is more about, it's not about really winning. Okay, Don the Snake Prudhomme is going to want to win this damn race. But it really, it, it's about the party. And it's a week-long race where... You run a couple of hundred miles, then then bam, you settle into a city, have beers, go catch a long-ass nap, get back yeah. in the car, An and go right in again, nap. right?
4: Yes, exactly.
3: So Don the Snake Perdon will be joining us this hour. But coming up, you got Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes, going to resume with some affiliates and get right back at it from Lucas Oil Studios. Again, your phone number 602-260-9191.
0: Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Second round. Speed Freaks, also
3: what we call the second hour.
4: Second lap.
3: Second lap, you like that? Last lap. Mm-hmm. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, bringing in another round of affiliates, Crash Lattice, Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Spring's here, man. We're thawing out, aren't we? It's time to roll down those windows and enjoy your hot rod on a new set of General Tires. Buy four qualifying passenger General Tires and get up to a $70 Visa prepaid card. That's right, four qualifying General Tires, and you could take home up to 70 bucks a Visa prepaid card. For more information, check out our website, speedfreaks.tv or generaltire.com. Crasher?
4: It was an awesome weekend to be a racing fan. Okay, Off-Road and in IndyCar, we're back for 2021 and they were added to a full slate of supercross f1 nascar and nhra so the weekend started off with the score san felipe 250 going to vegas native bryce menzies dominating 269 other vehicles in the race supercross then took over for their final of three events in atlanta nate thrasher with a convincing win in the 250s even though he needed the lcq to get there and then in the 450s basically the final five minutes were wild ken Roxon got crazy in the whoops could never maintain his form because of a bent handlebar, so Cooper Webb went on a mission, passing Plessinger, passing Tomac. Remember, I said this was all in the last five minutes, and then eventually rounding Ken Roxon right before the final lap. Webb's pass on Roxon and his win meant a six-point swing in the points with only two rounds remaining. Formula One then started us off on Sunday in the wet. Lewis Hamilton, of all people, made mistakes. Hamilton came back from a lap down to finish on the podium, but this race was all Max for stopping. His start and his restarts crushed the rest of the field indycar opened their season then at barbara motorsports park in alabama and exactly as we were told look out for alex polo guess what he went on to take the win award sat on the pole and was the fastest driver all day but between patricio award and alex polo those are the drivers you guys need to be watching this year nascar and nhra then rounded out the day first nascar cup where alex bowman took a restart with 12 laps to go and picked off logano and hamlin in the next two laps to drive away for the win Across the country, NHRA was racing four wide in Las Vegas. It was Steve Torrance taking his fifth four-wide win in the last six attempts in top fuel. Other winners on the on the weekend, Bob Tasca, Funny Car, Erica Enders Pro Stock, and Ryan Ayler, Pro Stock Motorcycles. Woo.
3: Coming up Freak Nation, Don the Snake Perdome, he'll be here in the Freak Nation. And your phone calls at 602-260-9191. Six oh two-two six oh. 91 91. More freaks next.
0: Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, it's Kenny Sargent and Crash Gladys with Speed Freaks, and
3: we know vehicles, that can be expensive. So without proper maintenance, any vehicle can break down, causing the need for expensive repairs. That's why you need Lucas Oil.
4: Lucas Oil produces the toughest and highest quality lubricants and additives on the market. Lucas products are tested on the track and the street to provide unmatched protection against the most punishing conditions.
3: Hey, no matter what you do, no matter what you drive, Lucas Oil has the product for your mechanical needs.
4: So keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil.
2: It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Speed hey Freak Nation, spring is
3: here, and we're thawing out from a cold winter. So it's time to roll those windows down in your hot rod or your hipster minivan and take on the road with a new set of General Tires. Now, through April 30th, purchase four qualifying passenger General Tires and get up to 70 bucks back on a Visa prepaid card. Yep, that's four qualifying General Tires, and you can take home up to $70. Get out, enjoy the weather, and the streets on a new set of General Tires. General Tires, the official tire of Speed Freaks, where anything
5: is possible. Kasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So, what are you waiting for? Hip hop group tag team to help you plan dessert?
2: oh uh, fresh vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate, peanut
6: butter, cookie dough, scoop.
5: today and see all the ways you could save.
3: What up? It's Kenny Sargent. And have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam, you might get a call from the freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires and our website at speedfreaks.tv.
0: You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined.
3: Hey, when you wake your happy butt up tomorrow morning, you're surfing the internet. Your kids still say surfing the internet, crasher.
4: You're asking me a non kid. Mm. I have no clue. Richie?
3: Do the kids say still say surfing the internet? Surfing the net, bruh. Sweet. Yeah. Well, surf yeah. on over to LucasOil.com. Check out their brake parts cleaner. Non-chlorinated brake parts cleaner from Lucas Oil. High-quality components to provide excellent performance. Removes brake fluid, grease, dust, and more. For use on ABS, discs and, of course, drum brakes. Quiets that noise associated with excessive brake dust. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Go with the OG, man. Go with Lucas Oil. Go to LucasOil.com. Coming up, Don the Snake Perdome. But first, let's go to Ron. Ron in Detroit. Let's talk a little IndyCar. Ron, go ahead, bud.
12: Ron, hit
2: it.
12: Hello, am I on the air? You're yes, on the air, you bro. you babe. You got it. You got it. Speed Freaks, what's happening? It's been a long time. Hey, this is great to talk to you. <laughs> Last time I got this excited dates back to when I had my waterbed. Oh yeah! <laughs> What's happening? We hey, missed you. Hot. Hey, I got to tell you, it's, it's it's so great. I got so many good memories. You know, twenty years. My favorite real fast, uh, 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 Kenny Sargent. He, he was talking about Ron Pook a long time ago. You know, uh, with with Cart and they had a big Chris you know, Pook. Chris Pook. And and, 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 and you said, you, you you said Kenny, which is the lowest job in motorsports? Trackside porta potty cleaners or Chris Pooh trying to save Card? <laughs> 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 Holy
3: smokes, bro.
6: And, and
12: then, wow. And then, and then there was one with, with, Crasher, with Crasher, with Crasher, with Shirley McDowney. My favorite with Crasher's, with Shirley McDowney called her, and I quote, a Betty Boop Fish.
4: <laughs> Your memory is amazing.
12: Yes, that's exactly what she later, called me. <laughs> And and she's just she was just joking there, but I mean that's 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 good memories.
4: Your memory for remembering both of those—that's awesome!
12: Wow. Well, this, is, this, is, this is an awesome story. Can, can I give give you a, a real fast, uh, quick, quick uh, comment about our uh, uh, being on the show last week? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Go ahead, Rob Robin Miller.
12: Okay. First off, Robin Miller—I mean, incredible. His son walked on water. His son walked on water. What does that make him? So, hey, he's, 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 he's incredible, but he's, he's uh, maybe just a, a, a little bit off on, on one thing here. Now, when you had the Hanford device on the cars back in the 90s, uh, uh, think about it. You know, like in Michigan, you read his reports on that. He was gushing over that kind of racing. So when, when, when you get over on the purest uh, side of the equation – I mean, uh it's it's about managed competition. The Indy five hundred is called what? The greatest what in racing spectacle. When you get away from this idea of pure sports and move more toward entertainment, then the turnstiles start spinning. Get the for device back on the races, get some more ovals and, and, and uh take the stupid thunders off the back of the cars and watch those turnstiles start spinning. Holy smokes.
4: I what miss him. That? I miss well, him. Good
3: boy Ron. <laughs>
4: Way to go. We need Statman. Unfortunately, Statman's not with us tonight, but he would agree with you 100%. He, he constantly preaches that, hey, listen, promoters, this is an entertainment business. You have to remember that. Keep it entertaining and people will buy tickets. Yeah. Yes, exactly.
3: Hey, Ron, man, don't, uh, don't be a stranger, buddy
12: incredible great 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 talking to you guys fantastic all right ron. You know, I, I, uh, I, a great show and uh, for sure you know uh, a real call back thanks for putting that phone number out there that's you got awesome. it calling in that's awesome stuff
3: all right all right ron checking in from detroit 602 260 9191 man he was full freaking throttle Damn. i remember
12: he was a, a
4: loyal caller when Big we were time. on ninety seven one in detroit Oh, yeah, he's. That, those were some good days. Those were some good days. All right,
3: let's go to Rob in Texas, listening to 105.3 The Fan. Rob, you there, bud? I'm here. All right, so uh, you want to participate in this snappy little General Tire giveaway, right? I sure do. All right, Richie, give me some uh, General Tire giveaway music, all right, buddy? We need, oh. some, we need something to get fired up here. I think Rob uh, thinks he's on to something here, all right, Richie? All right, so, Rob, let's do this, buddy. Right, we got Talladega next weekend, and you know the rules here is if you beat Crash, you beat me, and you beat Statman, you take home a set of General Tires.
12: That'll work.
4: So, basically, this is the full Talladega Nights reality of the phrase, if you ain't first, you're last. Yes. You <laughs> either win the tires or you win nothing.
3: Yeah. Uh, all right, Rob. Uh, Rob, you ready for this, buddy? Yes, sir. Okay. Give me the your three top drivers that you think your three top drivers will beat whatever crash, stat, and I pick.
12: Oh, man, okay. Well, it's a war of attrition, a lot of crashing, a lot of <laughs> yep. yellows. I want to kind of spread it out here. I'm going to go with a big favorite in Denny Hamlin. I'm going to go with a long shot of Ricky Stenhouse, and I'm mm-hmm. going to go with a solid pick of Kyle Busch. You know, Ricky
3: Stenhouse on Super Speedways is sneaky good.
12: Yes, he is. Uh, yes. Olive all right. Branch, Mississippi.
3: Bam! <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, Richie's going to put you on hold, buddy, and get your contact information. And do you have a Twitter account? I do not. God almighty. You That's got right. a phone.
12: He's got a phone. That's all that matters I have right a him. phone. I got banned on Twitter, so, you know.
3: Oh, oh hell. <laughs> join the club.
11: Yeah, join the club. Yeah.
4: Uh, all right, exactly. Rob.
3: Uh we're, we're going to put you on hold get your contact information. And you just might beat our ass, all right?
12: Thank you, buddy.
3: Got it. Rob, check it in. Listen to 105 through the fan there in Big D. All right. Oh man. I'm I'm just thinking about that race though.
4: What, Talladega? We, we have a- we have an ARCA driver talking about well she's previewing Talladega. Right. for what she's going to see for her debut at Talladega coming up next weekend so yeah this might be a good time to get into that
3: i think so gracie trotter running on those general tires in the arca series her first time on talladega is this weekend in the arca series she's next speed freaks pits and lucasole studios it's
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Hyundai, M Sport, Ford, and Toyota say they're all in next year when the World Rally Championship embraces hybrid technology. The three-year program means top-tier cars will mix an electric motor and the current combustion engine. The cars will be heavier, but the extra 150 horsepower should offset that weight. All that makes sense. Automakers want you and I in their showrooms to buy their technology and not just look at the pretty posters of cars winning trophies. The recent announcement indicates these will be plug-in hybrids dependent on power stations in the service areas. Performance in the stages could be insane, with emissions in the transits drastically improved. A win-win. To me, the best part of this is seeing the racing program move to RD budgets. Racing was important when automakers twisted wrenches to improve their Product lines. Racing doesn't make long term sense when all it's doing is selling energy drinks and home loans. Peace. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
13: Head to ReliefFactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at ReliefFactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at ReliefFactor.com.
9: I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. Receive a $5
1: rebate by trading up a non-contact thermometer toward an Exogen temporal scanner purchased at any retailer. Fever is a leading symptom of COVID, and using an accurate thermometer has never been more critical. In published studies, no-touch thermometers miss more fevers than they detect. While the new COVID vaccines are becoming more widely available, it is important to make sure you are protected. Monitor for fever with an accurate thermometer backed by more than 80 published peer-reviewed clinical studies. Details at exergen.com, where accuracy matters.
8: Okay. Indeed knows unexpected demand can stretch your business thin.
1: Uh, Leon speaking. Like at Leon's Plumbing. Sorry, quickest we can get there is next Friday. To stay out of hot
8: water, he needs to get started hiring right, right away.
1: I need Indeed.
8: Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply.
1: love is a burning thing. And it makes a fiery ring.
3: Gracie Trotter here in the Freak Nation. she's been in here before. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit of Talladega. Gracie, it's a one big old track and Gracie, how well do you know Talladega?
8: Not very well at all. <laughs> I think it'll be my first time on a at Talladega being there. At all. I've never been to Alabama except driving through it, so I don't know too much. Whoa.
4: Hold on a second, Kenny. What have you heard from other drivers about this big beast of a track? What is some advice that you've been given?
8: Well, the most I've heard is it's easier than Daytona. So my first time at Daytona was earlier this year. So I mean, oh, you'll be fine. It's easier than Daytona. It's easier than, Day- than Daytona. So I'm like, Miles, all right. Well, we'll see about that.
3: (laughs) Crasher, do you want to kick it off with that one question that I'm thinking about?
4: Yeah, but hold on a second. I'm just I'm trying to wrap my mind around Talladega being easier than Daytona. What have some of the drivers been telling you about why it's easier or how it can drive easier?
8: So there's more Talladega. It's a little bit wider, so you can move around a little bit more. and the banking is more progressive. So at Daytona, you kind of get sunk down into the corners, where at Talladega, it's more progressive and smoother going in the banking. So um, they said that's easier when you're going that fast. So uh, I don't really think something I'm going to have to figure out and when I get there. Um, but that's that's why they said it's easier. So. Okay.
3: What have you heard from some <laughs> of the other drivers that have run Talladega? or ha- I'm sure you have. Uh, you've consulted other drivers. What have they told you, and who are those drivers that you've talked to about how to conquer Talladega?
8: I've really only talked to Billy Venturini um, and Chief Kevin Reed, and I've talked to Drew Dollar some, who also runs uh, for Venturini from last year. But, I mean, really, they just say, like, it's it's easier than Daytona. Like I said before, <laughs> um, that's really the only advice they give me. And, and, you know, Billy's like – you know, in order to learn and from learning super speedways, you got to go do it. Um, So he always, you know, he doesn't give me the most advice for the super speedway stuff. He wants me to go out there and do it um, and learn. And so that's what we did at Daytona and been uh, spending some time on the simulator at TRD. So I've been practicing on that, Um, but I made some mistakes at Daytona, but he's glad I made those um, so I can learn from those. So um, you really have to go to those tracks and just race them. There's not really much advice you can get you just have to do it
4: so I like that I like that because the best way of learning is learning from your mistakes so I like that he's that way with you what did you learn what's the biggest takeaway from Daytona that you can apply to Talladega this weekend
8: well my first time drafting was on race day um when we went there for the test in January um I didn't get to draft because we blew a tire uh so my first time drafting was then and so just getting that drafting experience, um, having a whole race under my belt in, in a super speedway—just all the things I learned on drafting, moving, side drafting—all um, those aspects that go into super speedway racing—I take to Talladega and practice that even more. Um, I'm not perfect at it, and you know, I still don't know a lot about super speedway racing. Um, so it all comes down to just you know learning those things more, practicing those things more, um, and. I'm gonna be a little bit more cautious at Talladega. And I know, like I said earlier, what Billy and Drew and other people have told me is you can move around a lot more at Talladega. So you have to be a little bit more patient there and cautious of your surroundings. So those are some things.
3: Has there ever been a track that you are concerned with going into such as Talladega? I mean, you have very little You have zero experience, no, no practice of any kind. For talladega does that concern you and have there been other tracks that have concerned you like this if so
8: it it does a little bit um but after racing at daytona that made me feel better um but i was a little concerned going into daytona without you know having any experience drafting but luckily they gave us a little bit of practice time um on race day there um so we got to do some of that in practice um but yeah i was i mean First, the biggest track I've been on was last year at Gateway, a mile and a quarter, and then jump into the two and a half mile track for my first race of the year. I, I was very concerned, but um, at the time, um, you know, my crew chief, we had a really good car. Um, he's helped me out a lot, calm me down before a race. I've never been so nervous in my life sitting on on the Griggs. We qualified second. I'm like, man, my first time at Daytona, I'm sitting on the pole or front row. Um, so, but yeah, and then last year with getting very little practice um, to none at all before all the ARCA West events, I've never been to any of those tracks out west before, um, so that was a little bit concerning, but um, we always brought a great car to the racetrack, and we had a great year. So for my first year in the ARCA West Series last year, it, it was pretty awesome, even though we didn't have that practice time, but um, we do have the Tool i Racing and the TRD Simulator that helps us out with all that stuff, so... Um, grateful to have all that too that to help me there.
3: Gracie, you're pretty calm, but I would imagine that. Uh, I, and I saw the video of your race win last year. You, there's a different side of Gracie when you win a race or when you're in a race car. Uh, what do you have a name for that other Gracie? <laughs>
8: <laughs> oh no, I I don't. I mean, I can be shy at sometimes, but. Um, I can be really talkative when something exciting happens like that, especially <laughs> most of the time I'm just laid back, calm, relaxed, don't really talk much. I'm like the watch and listen kind of person, you know, and, and, uh, but something like that happens. I can't stop. talking.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I gather that knowing your demeanor from interviews, whether it's a radio show or this video, what, when, Your crew chief is calming you down. What are some key words or phrases that he may use to calm Gracie trotter down?
8: Just, like, it'll be okay, and um, we're going to run a good race. I mean, we've always had the fast car and stuff, so um, different things like that. Uh, I mean, really, I didn't know what to expect going into Daytona, uh, so – you know, he was just there and it was just me and him talking. And I don't like a lot of people around me either. So that kind of gets me riled up. I don't like a lot of people that stresses me out. So just me and him. He'll take me to the side and, you know, we'll just talk about the race, how, how he thinks going to go. Like, okay, stay cautious, keep your eyes open. And um, I'll be on the radio reminding you of stuff. So little things like that, that helps me out a lot. Okay, Kenny, hold on. Time out before we go. Really?
4: So, you get into an incident that's totally not your fault. Somebody else slams you into the wall, but the car's going to be okay. You're still going to be able to race. And if he says to you on the radio, it'll be okay, that really works?
8: <laughs> well, no, <laughs> not in situations like that. Um, usually there's some cuffs in yelling on the radio. Like that happens. <laughs> and there I you go, Gracie. Um, but, but just like before the race at Daytona when I was nervous, just those small talks like that, that helped me out a lot, calmed down um, when I was really nervous. Nice. But usually, like, when stuff like that happens, <laughs> if I get wrecked, over the years, my dad's, you know, he's always on to me, like, you got to you get out of that race car. You still are representing your sponsors. So – um, you have to be cool, calm, and collected. And so I've kind of trained myself to be more calm and not let things get to me as easy. Um, and that goes for you know not just getting wrecked, but other problems we face as you know race car drivers with social media these days and and you know a bunch of different things like that.
3: So true, man. You talk about, I mean, that's, that's a valuable lesson from your old man. We've got a seven year old between both of us, and I'm trying to preach the same damn thing to her. Not about sponsors, but just stay calm. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure it's seven years old. It's not going to work, Grace. You, got any, you got any pointers?
6: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I, it's, it's, it, I want to say it's difficult. It's, it's fun as hell, but can't imagine my daughter at 19 years old in a race car and I, I'd be the one going, coming out of my skin.
8: Yeah. You'd you know. be a nervous wreck. Yeah. You would be crazy. Yeah. I'd be biting. Oh, yeah. My, my mom, my dad's usually, he doesn't show much emotion, so he's pretty calm most of the time. Um, but my mom, she came to Daytona. That was her first time going there. And she was up in the suite with all the uh, TRD people and – They actually got a video of her. I haven't seen it yet. They said they're going to use it for something. But when I was being last at Daytona, she was crying, jumping up and down, screaming (laughs) like a crazy race mom. But (laughs) they said they won't show me yet until they are going to use it for something. (laughs) So, but yeah, my mom, she get she's a nervous wreck when I'm racing.
3: Gracie Trotter here in the Freak Nation. She's been in here before. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit of Talladega. Is is Talladega cursed? (laughs) Have you heard about the curses that this track may have, by the way?
8: I hope it's not. <laughs> I haven't heard anything.
4: What? If it's cursed. Well, hold on, though. If it's cursed, do you have something to do away with the curses in your motorhome or something on race weekend to get all the voodoo out of your way? Some
8: yoga and meditation, I guess. <laughs> what?
4: Apparently, some people think it's cursed. It's- really? Built on an old Indian burial ground, so the, one of the first races there was, you know, a 19 car pile up, and it was because apparently the former landowners were mad, and some, there is a current a Roush truck driver, uh, hauler driver, who continues to say that his hauler has something wrong with it every time he drives to Talladega and back from Talladega, and he swears it doesn't happen to, to and from other tracks.
8: Oh my goodness. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll find that one out
3: too. Right. <laughs> so Gracie, you're a heck of a driver, but uh, how well do you know Dega?
8: I know Dega a little bit better now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> do, do you feel better going into the race uh, that we've schooled you a little bit in
8: regards to I Talladega. Feel I feel better, but a little bit scared at the same time. I'm just hoping the track's not cursed. I hope it doesn't bring it on to me.
4: Don't talk to Rusty Wallace. He apparently definitely believes it's cursed. He knows how to how to unvoodoo the voodoo. If that makes any sense.
3: Oh, Perfect. unvoodoo the voodoo. Wow, that sounds like something you can buy over the counter. Unvoodoo the voodoo.
8: No, it's illegal.
3: <laughs> hey, Gracie. Good luck at Talladega. You do know a little bit about dagas.
8: You know Degas.
3: Thank you, Gracie.
8: Yeah. Thank y'all so much.
3: Yeah, I can't imagine someone, again, she's a young driver, not much experience on super speedway, and now being asked to go out there with n- zero time on the track. They're evidently oh, going right. to get a little bit of practice time, but to go out there on the largest oval uh, that NASCAR races on. Well, it's the largest oval out there in the in U.S., in America, yes. Right.
4: Yes. She'll be fine. Look what she did at Daytona. She'll be fine. Man.
3: I just, in that comment about me talking about our seven-year-old, I just don't know what I would do watching my daughter, or my son, regardless, on a super speed. She gets blasted in the face with a soccer ball, and I'm crying, you know?
4: <laughs> man. Well, that's you. That's on you.
14: Mm-hmm. All right.
3: That's how I roll. We've been talking about it for an hour and a half. Don the Snake Perdome, one of the greatest drag racers ever. Now his second time. He's going desert racing 1,000 miles. The Mexican 1,000. The Snake. It's just, it's just badassery abound. He joins us next. Speed Free Spitz on the Lucas Oil Studios.
2: Teach leave them kids alone.
1: It works. It's more than
3: just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades.
4: Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works.
5: Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip hop group tag team to help you plan dessert. Oh, uh, fresh vanilla rocky
6: road. Chocolate chip butter cookie dough. Scoop it. Yes. Scoop it. Yes. Scoop it. Yes. Scoop it. Yes. Scoop. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate,
0: chocolate, chocolate, chocolate,
5: chocolate. Check out, switch today and see all the ways you could save
2: called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason one little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work lucas fuel treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system it increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions lucas oil fuel treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak keep that engine alive with lucas oil
3: What up, it's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam, you might get a call from the freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv.
0: You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
3: Lucas Oil has a brake parts cleaner. Non-chlorinated. High quality components to provide excellent performance. Quiets those Nasty noises associated with excess brake dust for automatic ABS disc, drum brakes, all of them. Non-coordinated brake parts cleaner. It's the OG. Check it out at lucasole.com. Lucasole.com. MAV TV is getting in the desert racing, and it gets kicked off this Friday. Don the Snake Perdome will be flying those MAV TV colors. And the racing legend joins us now in the Freak Nation to talk a little bit of Running on the Dirt. Don, the Snake Perdome, you've been coming in the Freak Nation for, geez, actually longer than the 20 years that uh, we've been around. Last time you were pimping some big old book of yours, and now you decide decided to get back into the desert thanks to our friends at, uh, at MAV TV. Look, when I reach your age, Don, I want to be sitting back in an easy chair drinking cold-ass beer uh, watching reruns of, you know, Gunsmoke,
14: why do you continue to do this?
3: Gunsmoke.
14: <laughs> and you dating yourself. Uh, well, a lot of my buddies keep telling me you can't do this kind of thing when you're 80 years old, and I guess I just want to prove them wrong. Uh, this, this more than likely will be my last Baja trip, you know, with uh, racing down there anyhow. So I, I just, uh, just kind of wanted to go back there and do it, and uh, hopefully we can finish uh, in the top
2: five. It would be a great finish for us. I think that is the reason why you're doing this, Don. You finished 16th. You had a breakdown. You want yeah. to win or finish in the top five. That's yeah. your uh, competitive gene coming forward. Well, yeah, I mean, I have a
14: new car and it's, uh, it's really badass. You know, it's a Can-Am, but it's all been redone. Um, we've, uh, you know, roll cages, seats in it, suspension, uh, everything. So it's, it's really set up for Baja. You know, stock on a stock car, a Can-Am, you got like about 10 gallons to carry. This car has like 23 gallons. So we can go now without making fuel stops and just go past that to make up time and just little things like that we added to the new can-am car and so uh you know it, it hauls ass i mean it it, it goes it goes faster than i want to drive it most
2: of the time
1: <laughs> you're,
2: you're a racer you're a racer from the heart you can't just go out and cruise and have a good time at 80 years old you're still looking to blow everybody away. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. But when you're smoking down these
14: trails uh, in Baja there and, you know, running 80 miles an hour, you know, you feel like you're going, you know, 180 miles an hour because it's, uh, you know, it's really tight. Uh, but but that that's the thrill of it. That's, that's what gets me up in the morning, you know.
4: Don the Snake Perdome joining us here in the Freak Nation, an 80-year-old about to go 80 miles an hour in the desert, and run us through what you just said there. You said, it goes faster than I want it to, or you want to go faster than it's going to allow. How do you pull yourself back? Because, I mean, you've got to have a lot of discipline in the desert.
14: You do. You do, you know, because it'll run, uh, what I'm trying to say is it, it the car will go faster than then I really wanted to, that I want to go. Cause it's i uh, I'm on the limit all the time. You know, you just, you're just on the limit and the thing can jump sideways on you. So, you know, it can run 80, 85 on a good stretch, but when you're in the tight stuff, you know, you can average about 45 miles an hour and that doesn't sound like very fast, but then with all the tight turns and so on in Baja, it's, uh, it's tricky.
3: Don, the is joining us here in the Freak Nation. How did this come about with MAV TV? Did you go shopping with MAV or did they come to you?
14: No, I, I went to them. Uh, fortunately, I've had a great relationship with uh, Forrest Lucas uh, for many years before it was big time Lucas Oil. And Forrest and I have been good <laughs> buddies. And um, I just uh, told him I was doing this Baja thing. And we're both about the same age and said, hell, let's put MAV TV on it. And, uh, because it helps, you know, every little bit of that helps. It's very expensive to do this sort of thing. It, it seems like it's not because you're just in a, in a Can-Am. But by the time you have your pit crew and all your pit members and so on, uh, it, it rings up. Uh, you can spend a few bucks. So having Mav and Lucas Oil on was just really saved my butt, you know, to go do this thing. And, uh, you know, it's a great support. And uh, we're just trying to do the right thing by them and give them some good publicity and uh, maybe show well in the race. That would be wonderful. Win
4: the day. There's nothing better than a couple of 80-year-old men in the desert winning. Nothing better.
14: <laughs> oh, when I turned goddamn 80, I knew that everyone's going to mention 80-year-old Don Perone. I never used to be Don Perone, but now it's 80-year-old Don Perone. So <laughs> that yeah. that's weird. I don't know how much I like that, but... It's okay. You know, it's just, it just takes a while to get used to it.
4: You're one of the winningest? No, come on. You're one of the winningest drag racers. You don't yeah. look 80. You don't feel 80. So guess what? Be proud of the fact you are 80 and kicking ass.
14: Yeah, yeah, I am, really. I'm, I, I've been blessed, man. I, you know, my health-wise is just great. I, I've been in good shape and take care of myself. And uh, I'm fortunate because a lot of my buddies uh, tell me there's no way I can do this at 80, 80 years old. I go, watch me. We can
3: do it, <laughs> Don the Snake Perdome, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Don, you look at the things that you've done, uh, and you talk about this being your last time in the desert. What if you go out there and win this damn thing? We know, we know you, Don. Uh, once you get a good thing, babe, come on, right? Yeah, that, could,
14: that could pull me back. Who's
4: the little one? <laughs> Emily, say hi. 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 <laughs> Future Baja racer. Let's put it that way.
14: Yeah, I'm talking to 80-year-old Don Perdoz. <laughs> Henley, his
4: nickname is the snake. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah. Yeah. What do snakes do in the desert? They bite. They, they get people. They get all their competition. They eat them up.
3: <laughs> all right. That's how, we're, that's how we're rolling here in the Freak Nation right now. Uh <laughs> Look, we need some people. Listen, I'm going to be 80 here in a couple of decades, two or three decades, buddy. I'm going to need someone to fill in my shoes or Crash's shoes, by the way. So why not get Henley involved, right?
14: Absolutely. Bring him up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's good, though. I'm I'm really fortunate to do this thing. I'm just I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a long haul. And for your viewers, it's not real to what we're doing out there. It's a 1,000 miles and you, you have five days to run a 1,000 miles. So you average at least 200 miles a day and it's all in the dirt, you know, it's all off you off know, road. And, um, you know, you make a big loop and you start in Ensenada and go on out to San Felipe, Bay of LA, uh, Loreto, places like that. You make a big swing and come back through. And at the end of five days, You've averaged, well, a 1,000 miles. That's when you're back in Ensenada. So where we, we
2: start the race in Ensenada,
14: and we end in Ensenada this year.
2: Don, the Snake Prudhomme, I looked at the video on the website. The scenery is spectacular. I can't imagine concentrating enough on a dirt road to miss all the other stuff that's happening around you. Did you get that out of the way, the previous two events, and now you can concentrate on just going uh, fast and beating the competition? I never get to see the scenery. I'm
14: just too busy driving. But, uh,
2: you know, I have a
14: uh, uh, co-driver with me and actually going to have a couple more guys. So there's going to be at least three of us uh, uh, behind the wheel most of the – you know, a lot of the times – I certainly can't do the whole thousand miles myself, but you know, ha- having a co-driver and I'll sit and navigate and, uh, and it works out, uh, pretty well. Uh, a fellow by the name of Mitch is going to be, uh, is going to start out as a co-driver and, uh, Rich Mingus, his name is, and, uh, he's, he can, uh, run behind the wheel too, you know, put him behind the wheel. So we'll change off and, uh, you know, you got mics and you got, you know, iPad in the car, you got maps, so it's not some little kid's thing, it's a whole computer screen in front of you, so you know where the hell you're going in the car, it's uh, pretty well thought out the way Nora does it.
2: Your whole career was done a quarter mile at a time, now you're talking about a thousand miles here, that's like 4,000 runs, I don't know that you've done 4,000 runs in all of your drag racing, but uh, it's do you have any experience besides these previous two events at this long distance endurance kind of activity no i don't no i
14: I really don't uh the only experience i've had is down in baja and i've completed the race twice before and uh broke down once so i've actually been down there a total of three times and this will be my fourth uh baja race so uh, I'm pretty heft to, uh, the terrain and everything that's happening down there. It's just, I'm, I'm concerned about my stamina. I'm concerned about, uh, being behind the wheel a long length of time. I know I'm going to have plenty of Red Bull with me. I'll put it in my, uh, my pack in the back with a straw sucking on Red Bull, man, to keep me awake, you know, or Monster, but probably Red Bull. I'm a Red Bull guy. Um, I hope uh, Monster's not one of your sponsors, but uh, <laughs> th- seriously, that's what I drink. I drink that bread bowl, man. It keeps me going. It keeps me fired up.
4: Well, you talked about Rich being your co-driver. He's going to start off as your navigator, right? And then you're going to be behind the wheel. And then when will you figure out when you guys switch? And then when does PJ Jones come into this?
14: Well, I'm going I'm to take the first heat out of Ensenada to uh, San Felipe. I'll drive that. And then Rich will go from, uh, uh, San Felipe to, uh, Bay of LA and he, he'll drive that one and I'll navigate. And then we're, we'll probably put Mike, another guy, Mike, can't think of his last name right now. He's, he's one of PJ's guys. Put him behind the wheel too. So we share rides. Really what PJ does, PJ Jones, is that he has all the, the crew members and so on because when you're running these things and you break down, you got to have a crew to work on. You know, we come in at night, you pretty much take the whole car apart, you know, changing tires and ball joints and everything, you know, Jack, you know, you're out in the parking lot. It looks like a drag race for Christ's sake. I think there's so many cars and guys are working on this stuff. So we got to have a crew with us. It's a big deal. There's probably about with my car. There'll probably be about 10, 10 guys all together, that'll be not only driving and stuff, like I will be, but you got crew members, you know, to jack the cars up. And then we have a motorhome, a small little C, class C motorhome. That's going to follow us around, so we'll have some place to sleep. Because the last information I got in Bay of L.A., that you had to bring a sleeping bag because there's no hotel for
4: <laughs> <laughs> Hell
14: with that. I'm going to... I'm going to sleep
4: in a motorhome. <laughs> so that, okay, then that answers my question. Are these guys in vehicles chasing you or are they in helicopters? How are they? I mean, you're going pretty fast. How are they keeping up with you guys?
14: Yeah, well, there's helicopters too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We don't have our own personal helicopter, but but Nora supplies helicopters and one of the chopper pilots is a good buddy of mine. So he'll keep an eye on us, you know?
4: Nice.
11: You have a number on the
14: car. Hey, and folks that want to follow us, if they go to nora.com, uh, the race starts the 25th. they go to Nora.com, my car number is 7,12, so you, you punch in there in 712, and you can, you can follow us through the whole race and see how we're doing.
11: Ooh.
3: Now oh. n- hold on a second. You say that race starts on the 25th. Doesn't it start yeah. on the 23rd or through the thirtieth? Is that right? It's uh, the race beginning. Yeah. and I'm that's wrong. What, Right, You're right. There you go. I Damn, doing? I just corrected the snake.
14: Yeah, What's I going know. on here? Yeah, yeah, you know, I've got so much going on. All I, <laughs> going to, all I know is I'm going to go down there about four days ahead of time to get ready. So, Hey, Snake,
3: a lot of folks may think that this is part of uh Desert Off-Road Road Racing, the Baja 1000, but it's the Mexican 1000, and it has to do with the organization of Nora, where it's a celebration of off-road. It's not real hardcore, in-your-face, grinding, I got to win, I got to win. It's it's about the the, the the driving and the parties, right?
14: Exactly. Yeah, you're exactly right. Matter of fact, they have a lot of the nostalgia cars, you know, like the old Broncos and things like that. They used to run in Baja years ago. They have a class just for those. And so there's guys that are in these old cars, and there's couples that do it, and it's quite something, but, you know, we're there to win. A lot of people are there just to, to run the race, you know, but, uh, you know, and if you finish, you finish, but we want to, we want to show good. We want to win the race, but it's, it's a fun, it's a fun race. That's the way it's, uh, uh, is, is put out uh, with the press and so on. You know, it's not the, it's not like the, the Baja 1000 that we mm-hmm. all know about that, uh, you know, you know, run, flat out for a thousand miles and you don't stop overnight you run all night long we're able to rest at night pick it up the next day so that's cool especially for an 80 year old
4: (laughs) an 80 year old snake
3: yeah but on that note an 80 year old snake in
1: the desert
3: that's about 15 minutes 16 minutes of a 32 33 minute interview with snake as you could tell the audio is a bit uh video ish meaning we did that with uh, Zoomish. Zoomish. We'll have that up on all of our social media platforms where you can watch the legend. An 80-year-old snake talk to a bunch of goofballs the Freak Nation. One of the nicest cats we've ever had here in the Freak Nation.
4: Well, like we've learned through the however many years we've been doing this, 20 plus, the bigger they are, typically, the bigger they are, the nicer mm-hmm. they are. The Don the Snake Perdomes, the Richard Petty's, the Mario Andretti's. We have always had amazing access and fun conversations.
3: If you miss any of the show, we'll have it up there for you tomorrow afternoon. Go to speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv. Statman taking the night off. I'm going to take the night off, too, after the show.
12: <laughs>
4: I see the work you have on your desk over there. No, you're not.
3: Uh, shoot the juice to the moose, Ed Crasher.
4: Oh, hey,
13: cut it moose.
6: Dip. Yep. Speed Freaks,
1: Motorsports Radio, redefined.